Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 157. In this episode, have we gone too far? This podcast is sponsored by WillowHire.com, the UK's leader in dust suppression equipment. Kick the dust into touch with our new, bigger and better all-in-one dust suppression units for hire. Call Willow on 01582 840045. Late last week, I received a message via the Demolition News Facebook page. Now, it's not unusual for us to receive messages in this way, but this one stood out for several reasons. For one thing, it wasn't abusive. And you'd be surprised just how rare that is on social media these days. For another, it was spelled correctly, and it wasn't a grammatical horror show. But the thing that really made it stand out was the fact that it rang surprisingly true. At least for me. I won't name the sender, as I don't have his permission to do so. And I'm not going to read out the entire message here, as it was long, detailed, and very well considered. But I will paraphrase. In short, The message suggested that the demolition industry has experienced a creeping complacency during the past decade. The writer says, Back in the day, if you had a demolition project that was a bit tricky, company management would be there watching every move, and even jumping in the machine themselves to make sure the job was done safely. But not anymore. Today, management have in their minds, Well, we're all checked out. We have certificates for this and certificates for that. Our operator is okay because he has his high reach ticket. A guy fresh out of college has produced the risk assessment and method statements, so they're bang up to date. And our insurance is in place, so that's fine too. But is that fine? If you're a demolition equipment owner, operator or enthusiast, then there's only one place to be in July next year. The 4th Demo Expo will take place at the Hertfordshire Showground from the 4th till the 6th of July. And it promises to be the biggest demo expo yet. So put those dates in your diary and join us at the Hertfordshire Showground for Demo Expo 2019. It's going to be epic. Many moons ago, when the National Federation of Demolition Contractors had just taken delivery of its high-reach excavator simulator, I recall having a conversation with a senior member of the industry who would later go on to become an NFDC president. His feelings towards the simulator were mixed, to say the least. He agreed that it was a fantastic tool, and he was proud of the fact that the NFDC had invested in it. But he also questioned whether the simulator would, in fact, give operators a false sense of security. The simulator is very good and extremely realistic, he said. But if you make a mistake on the simulator you can simply press reset and start again. If you made that same mistake in a real machine, on a real site, you or someone else could quite easily be dead. Of course, a good many operators have since used the simulator to great effect. Furthermore, that simulator plays an increasingly important role at exhibitions to help encourage young people to engage with the wider industry. Nevertheless, he had a point. And that point was largely echoed by our Facebook correspondent last week. You see, we've set in place a broad scheme of training and testing that supposedly ensures the competence of those we allow on site. But does it? Does it really? I went through school and through college with people that didn't possess a single ounce of common sense. People that would need an instruction manual to tie their own shoelaces. 
and a few that would need to be reminded to breathe. But put them in an examination and they came alive, passing each new test with flying colours. Did that make them intelligent? Certainly not. Likewise, does a plastic card really prove that someone is capable of safely doing a job 250 days per year? Or does it merely prove that they were capable of doing it for as long as their last test lasted? Demolition News Radio, the independent voice of the global demolition industry. Now don't get me wrong. I write about the accident and fatality statistics each and every year, so I know that accidents are on the decline. I know that I write about accidents here in the UK far less than I used to. But I also know that accidents continue to happen, even in an age when there is seemingly a competence card for just about every possible demolition discipline. I also know that UK demolition contractors have seen a hike in insurance premiums in recent years, much of which stems from accidents in the very recent past. And don't be fooled into thinking that insurance costs have spiked as a result of the fallout from the Grenfell disaster. This was happening way before Grenfell. Perhaps the ultimate proof that certificates, competence cards and college degrees are not the total solution is this. In the past two weeks I've been on four demolition sites run by four individual demolition companies. Each was operated by a respected, highly trained and highly qualified contractor with cards and certificates in abundance. And on each of those four sites I heard someone a site manager, a project manager or a company principal, shouting to or shouting at one of his colleagues because he'd spotted someone doing something they shouldn't or not doing something they should. No amount of classroom exams, touchscreen tests, competence cards and certificates of achievement can replace the all-seeing eye of experience, nor the voice of authority. Given all the crap that pours forth from Facebook and other social media platforms, it was nice to receive a message rooted in truth, one with the safety of the wider industry at its heart. Thanks for listening. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or The Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.